Yeah, definitely. It's funny because I had a I have a one of my good friends who wanted to start uh, teaching on Italki last week, so I I uh, already have all my tips prepared. <laughs> Are you a teacher or a learner of languages online? I'll tell you what, it's the way of the future. And that's what we're talking about today. We're talking about online teaching, online learning because Online language lessons are, well, the preferred method for me for both teaching and learning. As a learner, the, the lessons are tailored specifically for you if you have the right teacher with the right tips, which we're going to learn about today, and you're speaking the whole time. As a teacher, there are plenty of platforms out there that you can put your profile on, and you can teach students from all over the world. I've taught students from Spain, France, Brazil, Saudi Arabia, Kuwait, Japan, Korea, Australia, like foreigners in Australia, other places in South America, just all over the world. It's an open book. It's an open platform. And today we have professional full-time online teacher Camille who's a teacher on italki. Italki is a language learning platform where you can connect with native teachers all around the world for what a, basically whatever language you want to learn. And we're talking about her, talking with her about how to get started teaching online. What should your lessons kind of look like? And What's the difference between teaching children online and teaching adults online? She'll also share some of her best secrets and best lessons and resources with us. And she's going to give me my very first French lesson. So, well, you know, a little bit. To go with that, let me make a note that in the middle there, this is kind of a visual lesson. If you do want to check us out on our YouTube channel at Sweet Academy. But... I try to explain through it in the middle of here. We do have like a, a little five-minute session where she demonstrates one of her, her uh, typical standard lesson to me. And I stumble and fumble through trying to speak French with a horrible American accent. But you can get past that. And I encourage you to join along and follow along, even though you can't see the objects. If you want to see the objects, come over to the YouTube channel and check it out. We'll be waiting for you. But this is Season 2, Episode 6. And it's not just English. It's more than English. Let's go. Hey there, English teachers, and welcome to another very special episode of the More Than English podcast. I am your host, Jesse, and I want to help you in the classroom. And one of the ways that I do that is to invite guests, invite teachers who have specialties in certain areas and get different ideas and lesson ideas, lesson plans, attention getters, ways to, well, ways to teach. So you can bring that into the classroom or on your online classes, which we're gonna do today. That's what we're gonna learn about today. Online lessons, online learning of language is, I mean, that's the way the future's going, really. Uh, I love my online classes. And when I study Spanish, I think I'll prefer online classes because, um, because you have everything right here. You have all of your resources right here. But we're gonna talk about that on the show. And let me introduce our show's guest. But before I do that, let me just give you a reminder that 
If you are watching this on YouTube, then the audio format of these episodes are going to be on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, anywhere you, where you listen to podcasts, also at sweetacademy.com. If you are listening to the audio, there's a video format on YouTube. So come check us out at Sweet Academy or EFL Teaching Hub. But let's get into our guest. Let me introduce our guest. And she's been on the show before uh, with the old format. And her name is Camille. And she is an online English, well, especially now French teacher. And mm -hmm. let me share a little bit about her, about Camille. Uh, she is a professional English and French teacher. And she speaks three languages fluently. And you'll see about English and French and also Spanish. And we'll hear more about that uh, as we talk to her. I was scrolling down her her bio, and I love this, so I introduced it here because I share this same kind of idea. I share this same kind of principle. The pillars of learning a language, and well, really, I didn't put learning a language. I put just learning in general because this applies to everything. Know why learning this is important to you. And she makes mention that this is intrinsic motivation, right? You need motivation. Mm -hmm. Uh, second, you need to trust yourself, believe in yourself, and find a method. This is so important. Find a method that suits your learning style. If you're learning and us as teachers, it's our jobs to find that for, or to help our students find that, isn't it? And also, it's so important and sometimes so difficult to get our students to practice regularly. <laughs> And but that is consistency, consistency, consistency is key. And uh, so let's welcome on the show, Camille. What's up? How are you doing? Hello. Good. And you? <laughs> Good. I love. How did I do with your intro? Did I miss anything? Perfect. No, that was perfect. Okay. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I love your pillars of learning because I kind of have a similar thing that that I think of myself as a teacher, right? Uh, there are three areas that I have to focus on in teaching. And the third is actually teaching the language. Uh, and in yeah. order of importance, the first is, like you said, motivation and confidence. And the first mm -hmm. two can be interchangeable. Some students I've found uh, have motivation, but they don't have the confidence. Some students mm -hmm. are very confident, but they're lazy. They don't have the motivation. Um, so those are the mm -hmm. first two. Um, what do you think about that? Yeah, I think what's good uh, by uh, with online teaching is that most of the time, if you are teaching adults, they will be motivated because they chose to be here. They are <laughs> paying you to to be uh, your, and they chose you. So most of the time, they they are very motivated. But yeah, what they most of my students online, what they need is uh, yeah confidence. So it's very um, it's up to the teacher to give confidence to the to the student like just uh, tell them it's fine I'm not here to judge I'm here to uh, help you progress I'm here to well, help you improve your your learning skills and um, and yeah yeah we're not here to judge and that's a, I, and it's kind of strange when students they get nervous or they feel like they're being judged by by yeah. me and they're afraid to make mistakes in front of in front of us who 
they're mm-hmm. they're paying us so they can make <laughs> the mistakes essentially yeah i'm always i'm always saying this is my job i'm listening to mistakes your mistakes i'm listening to them all the time like from the morning to like all day long so don't worry like it's fine and yeah but sometimes it's yeah it's a bit uh hard to deal with a student who is very uh anxious uh but yeah they are the idea is just to with your method, try and make him feel at his and um, try and find exercises that don't uh, put them in difficulties and think about ways that they feel more comfortable. Are they more comfortable writing, speaking, reading, and well, introducing the lesson like this and then go to speaking? And find their interests, right? Exactly. I, think I found yeah. that a lot too, something that's that, and usually I find if it's something that I find interesting, unless it's like a niche kind of thing, you know, if I have a, fan that's like a, su- a student who's a super football fan I don't yeah. really watch football but I'd find football articles right but mm-hmm. some things like psychology that's and articles about that that's kind of general if it's interesting to me I think my adult students would find it interesting too yeah that's that's very the key point I think for my uh, online classes is always I find it interesting first and then um, and then I, I share it with my with my adult students because if I want to talk about it, I'm sure, well, and yeah, I'm sure they will uh, want to talk about it. And I will find the class interesting. So I'll be more motivated and more, uh, more confident. engaged. Yeah, engaged. <laughs> yeah. And um, so Twitter's a great source for me. I find articles on Twitter and um, whether it is in Forbes or on, on CNN or on like some fun news channels. And I'll just, I'll pass them along to them and I'll say, how about we look at this article uh, this week in our lesson? Mm-hmm. Do um, I don't. I never use Twitter, but um, I just go on. Uh, most of the time, I use a lot of uh, videos, so just uh, videos on YouTube or um, on platforms that uh, where teachers share uh, their the videos that they they like working with. Um, or if I work with articles, I just go to the main uh, main newspapers, main new French newspapers, and I just um, look at the the articles that are interesting to me, and then I share them this with them. Okay, and mm-hmm. I would like to get into uh, the differences and similarities. Uh, I don't even know. Would there be more similarities than differences? I'd suppose teaching different languages. Um, for example. Are your French classes in only French, even for very beginners, or do you use them in English? It depends if I see that they are they are super um, they are super stressed or they don't feel comfortable, and if they always ask me to repeat uh, in English uh, for beginners' lessons, I would. I would switch to English to explain and to be like, okay, it's fine. Don't worry. Take your time. Um, and then go back to French or explain in French and then rephrase in English. If I see that they are completely <laughs> freaked out. <laughs> when I see that they are A to from A to B one, it's all in French. Um, but yeah, uh, that's the main part uh, for uh, kids. When I was teaching kids, uh, cl- uh, in classrooms, uh, not online. Uh, what I was doing is uh, whenever I had to uh, refer to a behavior, like to uh, do some classroom management, it would be always in uh, 
well, in Spanish, because I was, stud- I was uh, teaching in Argentina. So it would be in Spanish so that they understand here uh, is something that you need to understand and it's something that uh, is not part of the learning process, it's just part of the classroom management. So, um, so that I get sure they, 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 they understand what I'm saying. Okay, so that's kind of done in their native language so they can yeah. understand. And the lesson mm-hmm. part is in, for the very beginners, I'd assume. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And that was in Argentina. I remember you lived there and you told me you're going back. Yes, yes, I lived there for two years and I'm back now. Uh, I'm back now in France. Uh-huh. And, and I'm going, going back, back, yes, and I'm going back to Argentina, yes. Okay, when are you going there? Yeah. And are you going uh, back to teach again? Um, yeah, well, I will just uh, go on teaching online because uh, Argentina is going through a very, very hard crisis. So, like, um, I'm, it's not worth <laughs> teaching, like, the salaries there are really, really low at the moment. So, um, yeah, I'll just uh, go on teaching online. Yeah. But my boyfriend is from Argentina, so that's why I'm, we are going back. Okay. And is yeah. he still there? Or is he in uh, France with you? We stayed for one year in France because he had a visa for one year. And now we are going back to Argentina. Okay, perfect. And uh, I will ask you later, but uh, to plug your specific, I talk to your specific account to, um, so people can contact you if they want French Mm -hmm. lessons. But Mm -hmm. let's do that now too, in case we forget later. Um, How could people get in contact with you if they do want French lessons or English lessons? Um, Oh, English lessons, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, on italki, I think uh, uh, you. I can give you a link so that you can put it uh, below. The, I'll this put week. the link below. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so italki, that's I-T-A-L-K-I if you're not familiar. And mm-hmm. I'll put a link to general italki sign up. And if you sign up, then you'll get, they offer different promotions like a free lesson or free mm-hmm. or 20 dollars toward your free toward the lesson or something like that they changed their promotion but follow the links below and uh and sign up for an online class they are super convenient and super helpful so go ahead sorry yeah yeah i completely agree like most of my students um they chose to do online classes because they were um what they tell me is that when they are in a classroom like there are so many other students, they don't get the chance to speak or they, it's just like about grammar exercises and corrections. And then uh, if there are like 10 people in the classroom, they speak for five minutes. Whereas when you are online, uh, if you find a teacher that uh, you feel confident with, that you feel at ease with, uh, you just uh, have the whole, well, 30 minutes or the whole hour uh, speaking with him. Uh, like it's a focus attention on your needs, on your skills on what you need to improve so that's that's really really worth it find resources online automatically um i actually have a student that i go to his office a professional student and we had to change the the my timetable changed starting a new job and like he preferred one of the options that he said is he's preferred to change to online classes with me um and so he's changing from presential classes, face-to-face classes to online. And I think you really like it. It's, uh, I prefer teaching that way and learning that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I completely agree with you. So let's get into some of your lessons. Like if somebody were to sign up, what can they expect? 
Mm-hmm. Um, well, it depends if you are beginners or if you are intermediate or um, uh, most of the time, uh, I the, the very first class, I will uh, check your level, what you know, what you don't know, what we uh, can work on. And um, so there is a, an exercise that I do. Uh, it's uh, icebreakers that I recommend to uh, if there are any teachers who are listening uh, and who want to uh, start uh, teaching online. Um, I just put very basic questions. Uh, I chose very, very basic questions and I put them in a spinning wheel that you'll find online. It's called Wheel Decide. Um, and I, I put that's the, the name, these very... That's the website name. Wheel yeah, design. Uh, yeah, I think this is a website. Yeah, yeah we'll decide uh, w h e e l decide dot com. Hmm. Uh, I put the the questions in the wheel, and um, so um, you just click, and it will be like, uh, "What's your favorite activity? Do you prefer countryside or the city? Uh, do you prefer the?" Uh, uh, seaside or the mountain okay and um, oops Jesse yeah. oh this is yeah this is it <laughs> this is really sad <laughs> yeah exactly so you can change you can change the questions okay um, you can write anything you want uh, in the wheel and so the the student clicks and it uh, opens the question for him so that's good for any level actually beginners like it because you can read the question so it's not all um, it's not all uh, just speaking. So, well, of course, <laughs> you can change what is. So you can change the these, yeah. and you can make your own. Ah, modify the wheel. Exactly. And then you can p- put your questions down here. Exactly. So that's the idea. So that's super useful for um, any level, any students. They always like it, <laughs> even the adults. <laughs> awesome. And um, I'm gonna yeah. use that. Mm-hmm. It's very good icebreakers because. It's not just about speaking, and also it's um, uh, you don't choose a question, so it's just like okay, let's do this question, and they always like okay, uh, talking about um, uh, things so that you can see uh, what is uh, what is their level. Mm-hmm. Okay, I mm-hmm. like that, and that'd probably be good not only for icebreakers but for any you know any kind of topical class too, grammatical class, topical class. Exactly. I did it last week for uh, revising passé composé and imparfait, so past tense, uh, in French, and um, and they really liked it. So it was questions about their past events, and so they had to choose if they had to talk about with imparfait or with passé composé, and um, it was really interesting. And it's always a lot of fun, so they don't have to uh, to do like grammar exercises to just yeah. about speaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's amazing. That's awesome. What a great activity. I'm going to use that. Definitely in my online and regular classes, academy classes as well. (laughs) Awesome. And you've done that for your French classes and your English classes? Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay. Excellent. Um, So one of my great tools that I like to use in my online classes is Google Docs. Do you use those on your classes? Always, always. I don't have one class without the Google Doc. It's like my, it's super useful for the teacher and for the, for the student, like uh, to remember what you've seen, what you've done with your student. And exactly. uh, for the student, you see um, everything that uh, you are writing. Um, no, it's really, really super, super useful. Uh, I, I don't know how we would teach without Google Doc. <laughs> really. That's exactly, yeah. I think the exact same yeah. thing. So just uh, this is what mine looks like. I put the student name and then mm-hmm. if, if they, 
you know, if they've paid, for example, for eight lessons, like I'd put one out of eight. Mm-hmm. And uh, I usually have a vocabulary and exactly. expression section and then maybe um, cor- corrections. And then yeah. just kind of throughout our conversation, I make notes here. I can assign homework and the yeah. students actually uh, can write here too. I share the link with the students and I'm sure you do too. And yeah, I, I, I chose to uh, make colors. Like, I, like for example, for vocabulary, it's yellow. For grammar, it's orange. And for pronunciation, it's blue. So on top of the Google Doc, they know that uh, if I, I write something in orange, it would be grammar-related. If I write something in blue, it's, it's pronunciation. So that I don't have to like uh, uh, stop the student while they are speaking. I just write something in orange. And then at the end of the class, I'm saying, oh, okay, I wrote this in orange because there is something to do with grammar. So how much do you focus on pronunciation with your students and do um, you focus on more with French than English or like how does your pronunciation lessons work? Um, it depends. Most of the time, if we are in the middle of a conversation, I will try not to stop them in the middle of a sentence <laughs> just to say, oh, you said that wrong <laughs> so that they don't feel <laughs> pressured <laughs> and so that they are not like self-conscious about their pronunciation. Yeah, you don't want to break that rhythm. No, <laughs> uh, but I would write it uh, in the Google Doc and at the end of the class, we would read that again and we'll repeat and repeat it again uh, until they get it right. Um, sometimes if I see that a student is really struggling with pronunciation, I would do some reading exercises and we would focus like uh, entire lesson on pronunciation. Uh, how, how, can I, uh, how can he uh, improve it? What is... Um, yeah, what, do you, what are the key things that he needs to remember to uh, improve his conversation? But, um, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay. And is French, is, it, is that more difficult? Do students have more problem pronouncing <laughs> French, I'd imagine? Yeah. Yeah. Um, there are sounds in French that don't exist uh, in English or in Spanish, uh, like the nasal sounds, uh, mm. Uh, so this is about like knowing how to place your mouth and where to to how the um, uh, the air is passing through your nose. Uh, so that's very very hard. The as well, which is not la jota in Spanish. So yeah, it's is it a, a little different trickier. than la jota? Uh, yeah, la jota is, is yeah. down here. La j is here. Ah, yeah. that's a little subtlety <laughs> that you can probably yeah. hear, but. Spanish speakers yeah. and like I can't hear the difference. Of course, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, that's really tricky at first. Yeah, understanding all the different sounds and also writing in French. Uh, there are like fifteen different w- different ways to write the sound e, uh, mm. and there is this on e, and then there is this on a, which is different. And there are fifteen different fo- <laughs> forms to write this on a, and fifteen different forms to write this on e. So at first, wow. I try not to say that too much to my students so they don't right, panic good. and they don't say, I don't want to learn French. It's too difficult. So, um, yeah, it's good to, to not uh, focus too much on um, how uh, the spelling of, of words and just, uh, and just go to, like, uh, at first, like, yeah, uh, focus on uh, the general uh, language and not focusing too much on how to spell and how to... Yeah. That's actually a good point and a very good tip, especially for younger teachers. Um, 
don't bog down, especially newer students, with a lot of details, a lot of details exactly. of your language, because there mm -hmm. are so many, you know, spelling, pronunciation, grammar, details that, uh, like, it's not really necessary, especially in the beginning stages. It's more advanced, and it mm -hmm. could just be way intimidating for your students. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or telling them, oh, okay, you made a mistake about this tense. You shouldn't use this tense every time they are using it. It's not, it's not important. Like, the important is that they try and speak. And then, uh, uh, like, if they are A1, A2, just let them make some mistakes. It's fine. And after, like, yeah, when they are B2, C1, just say, oh, no, that was not, that was conditional. That shouldn't be uh, future sense. Like, be more specific afterwards. Yeah. Uh, mm. And at first, it's all about communication, isn't it? Mm -hmm, exactly and this is what they want across. actually yeah the only thing that the, your student want is uh, be able to communicate with you be able to um, to communicate with uh, anyone when they are traveling to uh, English speaking countries or, or French speaking country so so just yeah try and find ways so that they can uh, say the basics like how are you today what did you do last weekend even if they are using present tense it's fine uh, what's the weather like um, and just okay I can say something and like they feel comfortable okay I can say something it's fine the teacher didn't say it was wrong if I said it like this yeah, yeah. exactly exactly thank you um, now do you have another activity or shall we move on to teaching the difference of children and adults yeah, uh, for adults, uh, actually, I tried, yeah, you, you posted a video on your YouTube channel saying, like, description of uh, photos. I don't like yeah. the, the video that, yeah. <laughs> I tried this activity last week, <laughs> and it Did was you? really weak. Yeah, it was really good. Actually, I asked them to, I asked my adult students uh, to choose from three to ten pictures about past events that were important to them. So it could be like social events or personal events. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, so that we, we, we practice uh, speaking about the past. And uh, they That's really like That's a great idea. It. That's a great touch to it. Yeah, yeah. So they they all put like three to ten pictures on our Google Doc, and um, and during our lesson they just uh, explained what the picture was about. So it was it was a really good uh, idea. So I wanted to <laughs> stress this activity too. <laughs> that's awesome. That's amazing. Uh, yeah, my that's a different touch, and that's what we talked about last week with Harry about adapting lessons that you find online or on YouTube or from other teachers and adapting mm -hmm. it to your style, your students, and creating your own lesson out of it, right? Mm -hmm. Your own creation. Exactly, what, mm -hmm. because yeah, what like, resonates with... Mm -hmm. Exactly, sorry. Mm -hmm. um, so in case you're, you don't know, I'll put a link to that video in a card above or in the link below. Uh, it's essentially describing a photograph. That was mine. And mm -hmm. it could be a photograph on Instagram, right? You describe a photograph and the other person draws. Um, I think that's the one you were talking about, yeah. right? And uh, Camille brought that and you brought that to completely modified it to your own style. <laughs> yeah. And then that's great. Because I got inspired. I, you got inspired and now you've given me another idea. So <laughs> you see how these work together? Yeah, that's great. That's amazing. Um, so teaching kids online, that's a big thing now too. That's a growing industry with like 51 kids, I think, or VIP kids. And mm -hmm. it's just a huge industry now. 
But teaching exactly. kids online is a little different than teaching adults online because of the motivation. Yeah. Because, um, well, I don't know. You tell me. I think you have more experience teaching kids online. <laughs> yeah, to me, it's, it's another job. <laughs> like, yeah. It's completely, completely different teaching adults online and teaching kids online. Um, like When you teach adults, you are in front of uh, people who are most of the time, as, as we said before, motivated, who are um, here because they have an objective, who want to be here. Uh, kids, most sometimes they want to be here. Sometimes it's because their parents uh, want them to have extra French lessons online and they are not always uh, very excited about this. So as for group class, uh, you have to find ways to make them interested and motivated. Um, the similarities bef- between uh, being with one kid and a group of kids uh, is, uh, to me, the key thing is to find uh, routines and repetitions to always, um, like, so that they feel like they know where we are going. Okay, so always start the class with the same kind of uh, song or game, uh, go on with um, some activities that they know where we are going, and ending the class with the same kind of things kids love repetition so wait let's dig a little deeper into that what do you mean exactly like put that into practice okay so for example um for one of my kids who is five years old i would always uh begin the the class with our uh, bonjour song okay Uh, and it's uh, always the same song but we modify things inside of the song so for example it's a um um uh hello, hello, how are you? And then um, I'm uh, angry and you, and then he has to, uh, to, to answer, I'm fine and you. And well, it's a little conversation like this uh, for uh, 40 seconds, okay, just to start the class. And then we put uh, ourselves in a mood of, okay, learning. Uh, okay, always this, and then always a true or false game. Uh, so, um, I don't know, I will take something and I will say, um, je suis, uh, I am, um, uh, glass. Okay, and then you will say, non, je suis un téléphone. Okay, okay, and then so you will say do like a well. wrong thing. That's good, yeah. Thing. I say a wrong thing, so he has to say true or false. Okay, this is true or this is false. Okay. Uh, Let's do something then, crazy. How about you do that with me? Because I don't speak any French. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and so you have a day one. Stu- I know I'm not a child, but yeah. you can you can have this like a child's lesson if you want. Okay. Or an adult lesson. It's up to you. And uh-huh. uh, do teach me French. Okay. Good. Okay. So uh, you are uh, you are five year old. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay, so Jesse, this will be okay. So we did the the hello song, blah, blah. so this will be like for example, uh, we need to learn them. Uh, I will introduce you to uh, the friends that I use with the the students with the kids students. Okay, so for example, this will be <laughs> I I always use uh, Muppets. Okay, so this will oh. be Monsieur Canard. Okay, Monsieur so, Canard. Canard, very good. Monsieur Canard. Monsieur Canard. Exactly, perfect. Okay, good. So this will be <coughs> Madame Vache. Madame Vache. Exactly, Vesh. Madame Vache. Exactly. Is this Madame Vache? No. No. It's Monsieur 
cat? No. Monsieur, what? Canard. Canard. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So Monsieur, Monsieur Canard. Canard. Okay. Madame Vache. Madame Vache. Monsieur okay. Canard. Très bien. Madame Vache. Monsieur Canard. Okay. We have here uh, Monsieur Pirate. Monsieur Pirate. Monsieur Pirate. Monsieur. Monsieur. How's my pronunciation? Mm -hmm. Probably Monsieur. Monsieur Pirate. Pirate, ok? Pirate. Is this Monsieur Pirate? Non. Est-ce Monsieur Cana? Très bien. Is this Madame Vache? Yeah, c'est, oui. Oui. <laughs> ok, très bien. Ok, and the last one is, ok, we'll do it quickly. Monsieur Cheval. Monsieur Cheval. 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 Monsieur Cheval. Okay, très bien. Monsieur okay. Cheval. Parfait. Ok. Tu... Ok. Donc, tu regardes, il y a ici Monsieur Cheval. Non. Oui. <rire> Monsieur Cheval. Monsieur Cheval. Ok. Monsieur Pirate. Monsieur Pirate. Ok. Monsieur Canard. Monsieur Canard. Et Madame Vache. Madame Vache. Vache. Okay. Madame Vache. Ok, très bien. Donc, tu regardes, ok, you have to look at them all four, ok. You have to close your eyes, ferme les yeux, and when you open your eyes, one of them is going to be missing, ok. And you have to say which one is missing, ok. Ok. Let me just okay. take a time out uh, for ah, the please. audio learners to <laughs> let them know. Oh, yeah! Sorry, audio. I forgot that you had audio No, no, learners. that's ok. Um, yeah. But I'm just going to let them know that that is up. a... You're showing me a group of like stuffed animals and puppets of a duck, a cow, a pirate, and a hippo. Uh, it's a cheval. No, it's a um, it's a horse. Horse. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. A uh, cheval, like chivalry. Uh, cheval. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Continue. Sorry. I just okay. Want, no, uh, sorry. I forgot that there were people who weren't watching. No problem. Okay. They can learn French too. <laughs> okay, so you'll have to look at them four, okay? And one of them is going to go, okay, it's going to disappear, and you have to tell me which one disappeared, okay? okay. So if I say un, deux, trois, ferme les yeux, it means you have to close your eyes, okay? Un, deux, trois, ferme les yeux. Okay. Okay. Ouvre les yeux, open your eyes, ouvre les yeux. Uh, Monsieur Pirat. Monsieur Pirat. Okay, Pirat. excellent. <laughs> okay. That's great. <laughs> and the idea is that uh, here the, the kid introduces me to uh, his friends as well. So with the help of the mother or father, uh, he will have prepared uh, a few friends. Okay. And he does the same. So he introduced me. Je m'appelle Monsieur Pirat. Je m'appelle da da da. And then this is a game that he, they always love to do. So I close my eyes, one of them disappears, and I open my eyes. And uh, they tell me, uh, oh, yeah, you're right or you're wrong. I like it. I like it. Mm -hmm. And um, that's amazing. I love that activity. Do you have a name for that? Um, no. <laughs> let's make one now. What can we call yeah, it? Yeah, let's make one now. Uh, it will be the... Um, Meet my hmm. friends. Yeah, the Meet My Friends game. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. And, um, yeah, they, 
Yeah, this is uh, one of the key things that I use also for for children is that um, when I do something, they love to do it back. Like they, they would love to, uh, if I lead a game, like then they lead the game. If we do a Simon Says, I first lead it so that they know how, how to play it and then they lead it. And that, of course, at first it will be like not so um, uh, flowing, but then after a while, they just know the game by heart and they love to play it and they love that I lead it and then they lead it. You play Simon Says with your online kids too? Yeah, yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, when uh, if there's no three actions, then it's perfect. And you can even play with their toys doing so. For example, I can say, Simon says, uh, uh, Mr. Pirate, uh, swim. Okay, so he has to take Mr. Pirate and make him oh, swim. Great. Okay, so, uh, yeah, it's really easy to play Simon says <laughs> online. And, yeah, and no prep, no preparation, no props or anything, just your imagination. Yeah, yeah. Well, sometimes, sometimes I write uh, like on the side of the screen. I like I write what verbs I want to to revise or what I want mm. to say. And uh, but what he says is just yeah, improvisation. Yeah, and what you said was a very good tip. Whether you're teaching kids or adults or teens or any part of teaching, um, is demonstrate the activity first. I think mm -hmm. um, a lot of teachers, especially young teachers, we kind of we kind of forget to do that. We just tell students, okay, talk together about uh, the weather for one minute or whatever. But no, uh, the more detail you get in your demonstration and yeah, as you're demonstrating the activity, the more detailed the students I've found will do the activity too. And that's with projects. I learned that when I was, I gave my teenagers a project of creating a, uh, story there's they were supposed to take a fairy tale a well-known fairy tale and change something about it so it could be change the ending or change the uh the point of view the perspective the protagonist antagonist um but i did one first and just by me doing an example like their projects were amazing and mm -hmm. uh, my school was really impressed like, you got 13 year olds to do this <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, so yeah, demonstrate you show them that they can do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Sorry. that it's not just no, no. And it's not just like you're telling them what to do. You're doing it yourself. Mm -hmm. yeah, Excellent. Mm -hmm. I love that activity. I love yeah. it. <laughs> Thank um, you. anything else? Um trying to think. Um or any other tips for teaching online or how to get started in teaching online. Maybe some people yeah. don't know how to start teaching online, what to do, or maybe they're nervous, like, mm -hmm. like definitely students are gonna funny. pay me. What am I? Doing? I had a I have a one of my good friends who wanted to start uh teaching on italki last week, so I, I uh, already have all my tips prepared. <laughs> awesome, awesome. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, what I would uh, advise is um, to spend a lot of time and energy doing a good uh, video, good uh, presentation video, because this is the first thing that your students are going to see, um, to do something that you look professional, but at the same time, um, easygoing, so that they want to speak with you. Okay. Um, yeah, can a good I, presentation. Mm -hmm. Can I just go piggyback on that and say that, after and also not just the video but your profile after looking you know i looked at your profile for the research to do your introduction and after seeing your profile 
I changed the format of mine and I, I copied <laughs> your format a little bit. So I um, inspired you as well. <laughs> you did, absolutely. Uh, and more today too. And so, um, yeah, your profile uh, is... Your profile, your video, yeah, what you are saying and needs to be not about you, like, of course, a little bit about you because they want to know about you, but mostly about what you think that the students are going to look for uh, Uh, online so what can you bring to them is most more important than saying okay i have five degrees in blah 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 blah, blah. it's important of course but the most important is what can i bring to you why why does do these certificates help me to uh, reach your goals so yeah good profile good video is the main main thing when you start of course uh, i started because i wanted to start i was very excited to start on italki so i started with a a video that I just uh, grabbed like uh, during, it was just like a 30 seconds video and I just uh, posted it and then I started teaching and then I did another uh, better video that I spent a few uh, days doing and editing. Um, but yeah, this is the first thing people will see. So that's super important. And um, yeah, that's very important, mm -hmm. especially because on italki, if you go on italki and you just have the list of teachers and they all yeah. kind of look the same and it's like the same thing. Like you said, exactly. talking about your experience, I find that's what I learned from your profile too. You don't really have that. And that's what my profile before I've been teaching since 2006 and I taught in Korea and it, but I think people don't really care much about that as, yeah, you have experience, but Like you said, what can you do for me? Mm -hmm, exactly. What can you do for me? What are you going to do during during your classes? What do you offer? So that's the so most important thing, definitely. And then I wanted to give some uh, very practical advices, <laughs> uh, advice, some very practical things. Um, because if you want to, um, I don't know, for example, you want to um, teach all every afternoon, okay, for four hours. This is a long time being seated in front of a screen. It's very different from being in the classroom, moving, getting up. So just very practical video, uh, just practical advice. Um, just put your screen uh, at the same length of your of your head, okay? So that your your back is not bent and you're just like this or this, like just being, the, the same yeah. height as your height. Eyes. Yeah, same height. So you're okay. looking straight on and you're not hunched over yeah yeah for like for your back because you'll see that after a few hours your back really hurts so like uh, putting a cushion as well on the on your lower back putting the same height of your head like the screen at the same height like having a keyboard here like buying another keyboard so that you can um have this because after a while you just have a lot of back problems <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and um on that too mm -hmm. um yeah and just Uh, try and feel as comfortable as possible just uh, try and um, um, speak about things that make you feel comfortable Not, don't do anything that uh, you don't feel comfortable about doing just set your limits your own limits and then um, it will all flow what do you mean set your limits and don't do anything you don't feel comfortable doing Um, I don't know if, because sometimes you have students who uh, will ask you, I don't know, oh, can I have a two hours lessons? Can I have, I don't know, uh, can you correct these for me? Can you, I don't know. And if you don't feel comfortable with doing some things, just uh, 
uh, it's fine. It's online. You don't have, <laughs> you are the boss of yourself. So you can just do whatever you feel like doing. And, and, um, it's good sometimes to try new things, of course, but, um, but I'm, this is what I'm, I'm doing for myself. Like if I don't feel like doing something, I just don't do it. Like maybe if someone asked you to teach a, like a, a business class or a marketing class and you're for like, example, oh, I mm-hmm. don't, I yeah, do I don't that. want to do this. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't have to do it. That's really good. That's really good advice. Um, uh, like be honest, be honest with your students and be honest with yourself of what you can do, what your level. And like you said, there's nothing wrong with pushing yourself and trying a little more, trying something like a little outside of your comfort zone, but there's a level of like, you know, uh, taking money when you're not up to that level too. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's very, very, uh, very good point. And, um, and this, yeah, this will be the, the main difference. If you are used to, to teaching in an institute or to teaching in a school, uh, now you are, now you're free <laughs> online. You are free. You are the, the, your own boss. You, you choose your own schedule. You, you choose your own, uh, like how much you want to, uh, the price of your lessons charge. to be, yeah, to charge. Exactly. Let me say this with that also. Um, you choose your own schedule to a point. Uh, mm-hmm. So if students don't sign up, then, you know, then you haven't chosen your own schedule. So just a little advice, uh, kind of from my heart or, or like learned advice the hard way. Um, don't just leave your job thinking of greener pastures of teaching online and uh, then you're stuck if students like if it's a holiday in their country and they yeah. don't sign up or if they're working more or they're traveling. And then like without that income, without those lessons, there goes that income. Um, mm-hmm. So plan your life around that too. make sure yeah. you're stable online. Don't just think that it's exactly. Yeah, what I did is like for the first year, I was uh, teaching both like in the morning I was teaching on Italki and in the afternoon I was teaching in a in an institute. So I was just like, it's fine. Like if one of them doesn't work, um, I will still have the other. And when I saw that it was working well on Italki, now I'm only only teaching on Italki. But like yeah, for the f- like of course for the five few months, five first months. First, first five, five months. months, yeah. <laughs> or the first five months, um, you won't have like all your hours uh, f- full. Like, uh, of course, it mm. will be a, a matter of time. Um, How many hours are you teaching on Italki a week? Uh, like, one, two, three, four, five, twenty. Okay, that's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. Nice. Well yeah, done. Four, four hours per day. Uh-huh. And counting, we always revert to our our native tongue for counting, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> Did I? <laughs> yeah. I was uh, visiting home one time, and <laughs> I went to the bank to exchange money or something like that. And the the lady, she was like counting, but counting in Spanish, like. I'm like, so I asked her. I was like. English is your second language, isn't it? <laughs> she, like you, she's like, yeah, why? How'd you know? And because you don't even realize it when you're counting or no. and swearing, saying swear words. Yeah. <laughs> native language too, isn't it? Okay. Yeah. 
Um, well, these were all great tips and great ideas uh, to get started online. Some awesome activities that um, that we can employ in our classes and activities. Let me, during the show, I like to take show notes to do a little wrap up at the end. So let me go over these and then we will say goodbye. Of course. Okay. Okay. So first, um, we have to, like you said, build confidence in the students. Uh, that's the first thing without confidence. Uh, like we don't really learn anything, right? We have to know that we want to learn. And I Mm -hmm. love your pillars that you, that you said that we said here. Um, but find materials that students find interesting. That is the most important thing. Even if you don't find it interesting, if your students do, then it will be a good class. Mm -hmm. Uh, that we'll decide, um, website. I will put that in the link below too. That looked like awesome material, whether you're teaching online or in classes. Uh, very important to adapt lessons to your style. Like we talked about last week, like I've talked about many times, uh, take an idea, adapt it, change it. And then like we've learned today, then you get two ideas, right? (laughs) So, um, adaptation is your friend as a teacher. Um, like the important photos in your life Mm -hmm. activity, uh, and about teaching kids start and finish lessons with routines. We've talked about that with Jessica in live classes. It's Mm -hmm. also appropriate on online classes as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like Camille said, kids love routines. Kids, well, I don't know if they love them in an affectionate way, but they love them as far as they follow them. Mm -hmm. Um, Use props during online lessons with kids. And as you saw with me, adults, And when teaching online, make a good and useful intro video and profile. That is fundamental. Uh, If you teach many hours, this was a good tip that people (laughs) probably wouldn't think about. This is a tip from experience, I know. I would have never thought about it before starting. (laughs) But then (laughs) I started having back problems and I was like, people need to know about this. (laughs) People need to know about that. And that is so true. Uh, Raise your computer and have good posture. And uh, be honest with your students. If you absolutely can't do something, then be honest with them. No problem. They will appreciate the honesty. And if you, if you want to try it anyway, then tell them, like, you've never done it, but let's figure it out together. Try that. Mm-hmm. I mean, honesty is your friend mm-hmm. in teaching Definitely. and in life. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, thank you, Camille. Anything else? Uh, I'll put your link to your italki profile below mm-hmm. uh wherever i post this video uh would you like to say anything else um no that's it i talked a lot okay <laughs> well that's Thank why i asked you to come Jesse. on yeah. okay <laughs> i'll i'll try and find other um other videos of your yourself on your youtube channel so that i can get inspired by <laughs> other awesome. And adapt them and share those with me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Thank you, Camille. Bye-bye. Thank you, Jesse. Bye-bye. So there you have it. That was Camille, an online French and English full-time teacher. I hope you got some good stuff out of that. I hope you got some good information. If you are thinking about starting an online teaching career, if you're thinking about 
expanding your career from the academy and you're wondering, ah, how can I make some extra money or how can I transition? What's the next step? Online learning could be the next step. And we laid out some basics for how to get started and how to run your first lessons and ways to not get nervous. And I hope you found it valuable. Let me know. Let me know like either in the comments below, wherever you're listening to it, or give us a rating wherever you're listening to it, whether it is iTunes or Spotify or Google Play, wherever it is, I would be so appreciative if you would click a rating. Even more appreciative if it was a five-star rating. That would help a lot, help boost us up and get us higher in the rankings and help me produce more content and better content. By the way, if there is something you'd like me to tackle, if there is something, someone you'd like me to interview, it might be you or your director or someone that you think would have a lot to offer, then have them contact me at Sweet Academy on Twitter, Instagram, Sweet Academy English and Sweet Academy Jesse on Facebook and on YouTube. You have the video formats and the cut up. Uh, clips from the show on youtube.com slash sweet academy you can also search efl teaching hub but that's all for me thank you for that i keep forgetting to plug my patreon page which i am on patreon at jesse swede you can find me and or sweet academy also and for there i have Worksheets for all of our lesson plans and activities, worksheets that you can print out and take to your classroom, PowerPoints, save time on planning, save time on on creating materials because they're already made there. And if you like our activities that you see on Sweet Academy in the free resources, then hop over and get a printout, get a worksheet for these and support the channel, support the page. That will help us to be able to deliver more content, different content. I have plenty of ideas of where I want to take this, how I want to help you as teachers, and things I want to to grow on here. But I'm missing the time right now, and that will definitely help. But besides that, that's enough of that. My time with you is over. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining me for another week of the EFL ESL world. You know, we are kind of our own world, aren't we? And, but thank you for listening. Whatever resources you have, whatever resources you use, just, uh, you know, teaching is very important if you haven't got that from me already. You know, so whatever resources you use, use the tips from different places Make yourself a better teacher. Be more professional. I mean, not that you're not professional, but it's always good to be more professional. And uh, the more you give, the more you'll get. I truly believe that. If you fall down, maybe you're in a bad spot. Maybe you're in a tough spot. Take that next step forward. Keep moving forward and it will, you'll get out. Just keep, keep going. Whatever situation you're in, just keep going. Don't give up. If you need someone to reach out to, reach out to somebody. You know, sometimes it's hard to reach out, right? Sometimes people need to reach out to you, but that doesn't always happen. 
right? And, but the point is, uh, if you need help, there's no shame in, in asking for help, getting help, seeking help, and uh, having a shoulder to cry on, to lean on, to laugh with, you know, something like that. Show vulnerability, you know, um, we think it makes us look weak, but to me, when somebody shows vulnerability, it's a sign of strength. And uh, I don't know, that just came to mind right now. Hopefully you need to hear it. Hopefully you need to listen to something like that and uh, help yourself to keep moving forward. Keep teaching and keep learning. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time.